So there are places that we sense very easily, that we're very well aware of. And then, of course, many places that are really invisible to us. And it's those places that are invisible to us that often end up with strain or discomfort. So the face is something we're very familiar with. We're all very familiar with our own faces, partly visually. We see ourselves in the mirror all the time. We don't look at the place between our shoulder blades or our sacrum in the mirror. But we see our faces in the mirror very often. But even apart from that visual image of our face, we have a fairly clear interior sort of feeling image of our face. Right, so right now you can pay attention quite easily to where your nose is. If I said pay attention to where your fifth uh, vertebra in your thoracic spine is, it might not be so obvious at all that your nose, pay attention to where your nose is, you can locate that easily. Feel where your eyes are in relation to your nose. Sense where your nose is in relation to your shoulders. your ears in relation to your eyes. Locate your mouth, the width of your mouth, the shape of your mouth, your lips. What's the distance from each corner of your lip to the chin, your chin? And from your chin to the angle of your jaw, to your ear on the left side, on the right side. The width of your forehead, the distance from your eyebrows to your hairline. all relatively clear, relatively familiar territory. Your nose, the distance that your nose protrudes from your face. Doesn't mean to say that our image is completely accurate. People might have, most of us, we have some exaggerated idea of our nose protruding a huge distance from our face. face, Or some people have an exaggerated idea that they have a snub nose more or less realistic idea of how your nose protrudes from your face and sense it in relation to the floor behind you to your shoulders to the room around you And in the same way, can you pay attention to your sacrum, the location of your sacrum? So it's a large bone at the base of your spine that sits into your pelvis, your tailbone at the tip of it. Can you sense that in the same sense? And again, this familiar line we've been working on already today, the sacrum up the length of your spine to your head. 
Is it possible to sense that entire length with the kind of accuracy or awareness or familiarity that you were able to sense your face, your eyes, your nose, your mouth? And now try to lift your head just a little bit from the floor and then put it down again, just so you can pay attention to parts of your back that move in relation to the floor. Those parts of your back might not have been present in your awareness when you were scanning the whole length of your spine. So you just lift your head and feel where in your back moves in relation to the floor. some place that you weren't feeling before. So even with your legs long, you just lift your head a little from the floor and feel what in your back moves in relation to the floor. Maybe a place that you weren't feeling clearly. And now complete this image of the length of your spine. From your sacrum to your head. And consciously try to complete it. To find the places that aren't so clear and fill them in. Also your neck. So the whole length of your spine includes your neck from the large vertebra at the base of your neck to your skull. And then come to sit again. And sit in this position that's familiar by now. Your legs in front of you, but knees a little open and loose to the sides. Your elbows, your arms lifted in front of you parallel. And renew this line again from your sacrum out your head. Complete this line. Fill in every inch of it. And now lower and raise your head a few times. Lower and raise your head a few times so that as you do that you feel Where in your back comes into your awareness that wasn't in your awareness before? Where in this line do you feel or notice that you hadn't noticed before? So you use this image, this feeling of lowering and raising your head to find somewhere new in your back that wasn't clear in your awareness. And add it to your awareness. And then leave your head and take your arms, your elbows a little back and forwards. And use that movement in the same way. Does that movement show you somewhere in your spine, in that very abstract line? From your sacrum to your head, somewhere that you hadn't realized or that you hadn't filled in or that you didn't know was there. Aha, I didn't think of this. There's a place I didn't sense. And then with your arms still, you 
rock your whole back backwards and forwards from that hip joints, you rock your whole back and again what parts of your back do you distinguish now that you didn't distinguish use that to complete your feeling And stay sitting, but rest for a moment. Bring your arms down. Rest for a moment. I think back in Moshe's day, people didn't have ruined arms from sitting at computers all day. So you have all these lessons where you hold your arms in the air for hours on end. I do know some people have taught for like 20 or 25 years now. And they say they notice a difference in people's shoulders and what you can ask a class of the general public to do when it comes to shoulders. Okay, and lengthen your legs in front of you, your knees open. Again, lift your arms. And can you lift your right leg a little from the floor? Just lift your right leg long as it is a little from the floor. And where in your back does this tell you about? Lift your leg and move it a little up and down and left and right. Move your leg around. And let that tell you about something somewhere in your back that wasn't complete or clear in your image. Then your right leg. Lift your right. Oh, sorry, your left. Which leg are we on? The other leg. Lift the other leg. (laughs) Confused. Which leg? Lift your other leg. And also turn your leg around itself. So you turn around itself in the hip joint. And where does this where does this talk to you in the length of your spine from your sacrum to your head? And then leave that and lie in the back. Lie in your back. Renew this line from your sacrum up the line, the length of your spine. To your head. And imagine actually somebody comes from underneath your tailbone and gives that spot right at the base of your tailbone a little impetus, a little pressure. And that pressure translates up your spine. And at the crown of your head you get a little taller. It's a very light impetus, just enough that you have to listen to feel it. And the body of your vertebrae, the bodies of your vertebrae transmit that force. And your head lengthens. Crown of your head lengthens. And since that large vertebra at the base of your neck and the line of each arm from that large vertebra, it 
And in those places, the hip joints at the back, behind, and where each leg extends from just above the base of your sacrum. And now bend your knees and stand both feet on the floor. Maintain these five lines. Your image as you bend your knees and stand both feet on the floor. If it's comfortable for you, lift both arms towards the ceiling. If you've had already feeling like you've had a lot of time today with your arms lifted towards the ceiling, you can leave them at your side. Lift your arms towards the ceiling. And return to this feeling of the five lines, the line of your spine, from your sacrum to your head. Very abstract line, not something that you create by any effort or tension. Just the direction, the lengthening, and the line of each leg, and the line of each arm. And now try to lift your right leg away from the floor and notice what happens in your contact with the floor behind you. So you lift your right leg away from the floor and then put it down again. And notice if anything changes contact with the floor behind you. Something get heavier somewhere? Does something lift away somewhere? So notice that. Notice how this movement of lifting your leg is disturbing how your body lies on the floor. Very slowly, you lift very slowly so you don't jump right past that place where everything rearranges itself to lift your leg. You lift very slowly, very small lift. And now you can actually lift your right leg so that nothing changes in its contact with the floor. Not through tightening everything up though, not through making a big effort. But return to these five lines, return to the line of your spine, the line of each arm, the line of each leg. And keeping those lines clear, keeping that image clear in your mind's eye, can you lift your foot and put your foot back down so that as you lift your foot and as you put your foot back down, there's no disturbance in your relationship with the floor. Nothing becomes heavier, nothing lifts away. Play with that idea. This is kind of the directest possible line to a perfectly organized movement. And so it's also the most challenging. And so you take the instruction and you play with it and you give yourself feedback. And you probably won't get it perfect in the next five minutes playing with this idea. And that's okay. But if you keep the idea, it's not by tightening somewhere, it's not by setting your jaw, it's not by fixing something, but by the clarity of this line, the clarity of the line from your sacrum through your head, the clarity of the direction of your left leg, clarity of the direction of your right leg, the clarity of the direction of each arm. You lift your leg in a way that you don't disturb anything. Nothing gets disturbed. And when you put your foot back on the floor, nothing's disturbed there either.
And then leave that and bring your arms down. Leave your legs bent, but bring your arms down. And renew those directions. Renew the direction of your spine from your sacrum to your head. Renew the direction of each leg. This is how abstract we are, even though your legs are bent. What's the most general direction for your left leg, your right leg? Your arms from the large vertebra at the base of your neck. And then bring your arms back towards the ceiling again. Maintain these lines. And maintaining these lines, can you lift your left leg now? Very small lifting, very easily, so easily that these lines aren't disturbed, that your contact with the floor isn't disturbed. The simplest possible lifting of your leg. This is a little counterintuitive. Often in Feldenkrais lessons, we are really playing with and feeling, pressing on the floor here to lift there. But there's a kind of way of using yourself that goes beyond that. So if you're a basketball star and you're flying through the air to dunk a basket, or you're a ballet dancer in the middle of the air in a leap, even though you've got no floor to press against, you can reorganize yourself to change your movement and do something different. So it's that level of organization we're looking for here. Within your own reference points for yourself, the length of your spine, the line of each leg. Could you actually organize yourself to lift your leg with nothing changing against the floor? the idea. And as we do in a Feldenkrais lesson, that's the idea, that's your intention, and you try, and you see where you don't quite make it, and then you try again. In philosophy, we call this a regulative idea, ideal. You might never get there, you might not get there today. It's a very powerful idea to orient yourself towards. Okay, and leave that. Stretch out and rest for a moment. And roll over and lie on your right side. And there's some cushions around. You'll want enough cushions under your head to be comfortable lying on your right side. Some flat cushions here, does anyone need anything? You want to be able to roll your head so you don't want your cushions folded. Yeah, you want room to roll your head. There's one, a little more. Okay, thick ones. yourself a couple laid out and then you can roll. There's a reason for it. (laughs) 
Yeah, so if this is a recording, you're doing this at home, this is if you want to fold a towel that's a foot and a half or two feet wide so that you, uh, so that your room, your head has room, your head isn't just perched on top of one little thing that it's going to fall off of. Yeah, great. Okay, so lying on your side like this with your knees bent out comfortably, your arms where they're comfortable. Pay attention to the length again of your back from your sacrum to your head. Locate that length now in this different position. Sense this entire length. And now begin to push your chin a little bit forward. So you take your chin just a little forwards as though you wanted to no, as though there were a bowl or a cup of water somewhere in front of you and you wanted to reach your, take a drink from it. So you take your chin forwards and as you take your chin forwards, you pay attention where in your back you sense this. There's somewhere in your back that this movement of your chin tells you about, gives you more information about, makes clearer that wasn't clear before. So this movement of your chin sliding forwards implicates the length of your spine. It implicates something somewhere in your back. And now in the other direction, begin to bring your chin towards your throat and feel again where in your back you feel this, where in your spine you feel this. Do you sense that large vertebra at the base of your neck? Do you feel the place where your spine joins your skull? So you're bringing your chin towards your neck and this movement is helping you clarify in places in your spine that are not so visible, they're not so familiar to us as our nose and our eyes and ears and mouth. And then leave that movement and again complete your feeling, your image, your sense of the whole line from your sacrum to your head. And add to this the width of your shoulders, that line that's sort of part of the plane, that's the width of your shoulders. And now begin to take your left shoulder backwards and roll your face to the left at exactly the same time. So your shoulders rolling backwards, your face is rolling. This is why you see you need a cushion that you're not going to fall off of behind you. It doesn't have to be a big movement at all, but it's a movement at the same time. Your shoulder moves as far as your head will roll, your head rolls as far as your shoulder will move, and then you come forwards. So they go completely together, like they're joined your head and your shoulder and pay attention to where in your back you notice this how that large vertebra at the base of your neck moves and make sure that your head's comfortable and supported if you need more cushions you find more cushions if you need to fold up your blanket you fold it up so that you're not occupied or disturbed or distracted by 
discomfort or strain in your neck. Your neck, your head has the support it needs. And feel where in your back the whole length of your spine. Renewing that image of length from your sacrum to your crown. Where do you feel it? And now try to turn your head to the left while you take your shoulder to the right. So they're moving in opposite directions now and towards one another. Continue to turn your head to the left. And you take your shoulder forwards to the right. A small movement. Don't do anything difficult. Don't push yourself. Just make it a light and simple movement. Your face turns to the left and your shoulder comes forward to the right. And then as your shoulder and your face come towards one another, your shoulder and your left cheek, you go a little bit further to the left each time. So you're turning to the left, but you're bringing your shoulder and your cheek together as you do that. And you're moving your shoulder and your cheek now together to the left. So you bring your shoulder and your cheek together and turn to the left, a little further to the left each time. And your head stays rolling on its cushion, on its pillow, whatever prop you have. So your shoulder and your chin or your cheek towards one another, and then everything back to the left together. Your arm just rests. You don't need to lift your arm. No extra effort. It's too much work for your shoulder or your neck to lift your arm. And that large vertebra at the base of your neck, how does that move? What do you feel there? What do you get to know there? What gets clarified there? And then leave it alone and lie on your back and rest. And then again, renew these most general lines, the line of your spine, your sacrum to your head, the line of each arm, the line of each leg, the width of your shoulders, the width of your hips, 
as familiar as your face. And roll onto your left side and lie on your left side. And on your left side, find these lines, the line of your sacrum to your head, line joining your sacrum to your head, the line of your legs, the line of your arms. Now begin to bring your right shoulder towards your face and your face towards your shoulder, turning them in opposite directions, slowly, gently, many times. Take your shoulder forwards, turn your face backwards. Turn your face to the right and take your shoulder forward. So they come towards one another and then come apart. Gently, slowly, many times. And then leave that and take your head and shoulder at the same time, turn backwards, turn to the right, your head and your shoulder. Perfectly joined, your shoulder only moves as far back as your head moves, your head only moves as far back as your shoulder moves. They turn to the right together at the same time. And then move your face to your shoulder and your shoulder to your face again and go a little bit further to the right each time you do that. Each time you move your shoulder to your face and your face to your shoulder. You turn everything a little further to the right. So your face and your shoulder are close. Coming closer to one another. They're turned towards one another but then everything turns to the right. Further to the right each time. And where in your, in this whole line from your sacrum to your head, where is this clarifying? Where is this filling in? And then leave it and line your back again. Come onto your back.
And now we're going to start with the position that the next movement begins in. And I'm going to give you the image of that movement. I'm not going to ask you to do it yet. I want you just to come into this position and then to think about the image of the movement. And then we'll come back to thinking about how much of the movement you want to do and how you want to do it. So you're staying on your back now, so you might not need as many cushions behind your head as you had when you were lying on your side. So moderate your cushions under your head for the fact that you're staying on your back. And bend your um, right leg, bend your right leg and lift it towards your stomach. So your left leg stays long, but your right leg you have lifted towards your stomach. And you fold also your right ankle back so that your heel is the longest part of your lower leg. Your heel is your leading part of your lower leg. And now, here's the idea of the movement. Don't do it next. The idea of the movement is that you could lengthen your heel away from you, parallel to the floor, not on the floor, but lengthen your heel away from you, parallel to the floor, And as you do that, in the direction of your leg, in the direction of your leg, you would not create strain or effort. You would not hold your breath. You would not disturb these five lines. You would not disturb your contact with the floor. So bring your leg down and rest for a moment. Bring your leg down and rest. And now you have a little negotiation with yourself with this movement. Because you could break all of the rules I just gave you and you could do the movement. So you could hold your breath and you could tighten your jaw and you could tighten all of your muscles in your abdomen so you can't breathe. And you could strain around your hip. You could do anything. And sure, anybody could do this movement. Anyone can straighten their leg. It's no problem. But you'll learn new things and you'll find out new things about your back if you're content with only doing a very small part of that movement. If you give yourself a break and say, it doesn't matter if I never in the next 15 minutes or in the next three days or in the next three months ever actually lengthen my leg. I've got the idea. That's all I need is the idea. What you want to do and what you'll learn from doing and what you'll get something out of doing is if you do this only insofar as you can keep these lines clear in your image only insofar as you keep the movement light, effortless. It's very easy to do an effortless movement with everything folded close towards your core because the core has all the strength and all the mass. But the idea that you could extend your leg all the way down away from you, this great big long plank, and still feel that connected and organized in your core so that it's the same kind of effortlessness, that's what would be real discovery. And you might only get two inches towards it today, and two inches is good, one inch is good, one centimeter is good, whatever whatever your favorite system of measurement is. Whatever small amount would be good. So renew this image for yourself. Renew the image of the line from your sacrum to your head, that direction, without disturbances, letting the local sensations fall by the wayside. Maybe you still feel them, but you don't pay as much attention to them. Just pay attention to the direction, like a thin line, very abstract, very contentless. And then from the vertebrae at the base of your neck, each line of each arm, 
thin line, very abstract, very without content. No muscle sensation. Just the most general line. And then from your hip joints behind each line of your leg, most general, most abstract, like a thin, flexible straw with direction, a very particular direction, length. And then bend your right leg up over you again. As you bend your right leg over you, maintain these lines. And as you come with your right leg up over you, your right foot bent back so your heel is the longest. Renew these lines. And as well as you are able to renew these lines without disturbance, find that line from your sacrum to your head where there's no disturbance. The fact of holding your knee over your body gets no disturbance to that line. It doesn't get in the way. And now as though you're pushing your heel away from you, as though you are going to strike something down this line with your heel, you begin to lengthen this heel away from you, straight down away from you, sort of parallel to the floor in the direction of this leg. But only so far as you don't disturb the line of your spine, you don't disturb the line across your shoulders, you don't disturb the line of your arms, You don't disturb all five lines. You can feel all five of those lines. Describe all five of those lines together for yourself. This movement of your heel pushing away from you as though you're going to push something with your heel away from you. It doesn't disturb those lines. You can maintain those lines while you slowly straighten your heel away from you. And as you do that, every place where you disturb the image, disturb the lines, move back from that and come back at it again. And as you come back at it again, there's somewhere new in your back, somewhere new in your spine, somewhere in that length from your sacrum to your head, there's somewhere you can lengthen instead of shortening, somewhere you can connect instead of disturbing supports and connects the distance, the direction that your heel is lengthening away from you. And leave that stretch out, rest. And renew the length of your spine, the length from your sacrum to the tip of your head. And notice, by the way, the crown of your head. In that length, don't don't sacrifice one part for another part. So maybe if you strained in one place, you could lengthen in another. Don't do that. Only let it lengthen as it can lengthen itself. Don't shorten anywhere to lengthen anywhere else. Simply let the length be there.
and then bring your um, bring your left leg now over your body. Bring your left leg over yourself and fold your left foot towards you so your left heel the longest. And begin to lengthen this left heel away from you with the entire image intact. The length of your sacrum to your head the length of each arm, the length of each leg. All those five lines together. Maintain all of those five lines together and lengthen your left heel away from yourself with so little power that you can still keep track of this entire image. You can still watch over it. as though you're pushing your heel away from you towards something underneath you. More or less parallel with the floor. Maintaining the length. Maintaining the entire image. And leave that. Stretch out your legs and rest. And come up to sit again. Sit with uh, both knees a little open, your legs long. Your arms in front again lifted parallel to your legs. And do an easy movement, opening your elbows, bringing them back and forwards again, like you did at the beginning. Feel what you feel in your shoulders and in the vertebra, the large vertebra at the base of your neck. And then take your whole body, rock it forwards and backwards from those two points in your hips. Whole length of you forwards and backwards. Quite a different movement for some of you from a couple of hours ago. And then lift your right leg a little, move your right leg left, right, lift it, move it around. Turn it, see what that's like now. Your left leg, same thing with your left leg. And leave that and sense this entire image again, the length of your sacrum to your head, the length of each leg, the length of each arm. 
and slowly at your own time, your own pace, you come up to stand. Maintain these five lines in your image. Can you maintain them as you come up to stand, as you come up to walk? And then stand still somewhere with your legs a little apart and give yourself again this idea that you're standing up now but your arms, your legs, they have that kind of parallelism that they had when you were sitting, when you were lying on your back. Just a little bit, your elbows and your knees drift a little forwards and the whole length of your spine drifts a little back and your head drifts a little somewhere. That makes sense. Whole length of your back going back. Everything moving directly backwards. The same amount. Your spine between your shoulders don't move further back than the spine of your lower back. Or the spine between your hips or your sacrum. Very small movement. Okay. Great. And leave that and walk. Walk around.